This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Well, while we were focused on the cabinet reshuffle and all sorts of things, the South African uh, members of parliament uh, this week voted uh, uh, to downgrade the status of the South African embassy in Israel in solidarity with the people of Palestine. The resolution was uh, proposed by the National Freedom Party, which holds two seats in this uh, in the parliament, but received large support from the ANC to push the resolution through with 52% of the vote. Members of parliament are from the Democratic Alliance, African Christian Democratic Party, Inkata Freedom Party, and the Freedom Front Plus all spoke out against the motion to downgrade the embassy. Well, what does all this mean? And let's uh, speak now to the coordinator of the South African BDS coalition. Uh, that is uh, Roshan Dadu. Good morning to you and thank you very much for joining us. Good morning and good morning to the listeners. Thanks for inviting us. Right. Let's um, understand, first of all, I mean, it seems uh, largely from what I've uh, read about uh, this this, this uh, vote that it is largely a symbolic act. What does it actually mean in real terms? Well, you remember that we had already, um, through the ANC resolution, which was reaffirmed at the conference um, in January this year, the policy conference, to downgrade our mission in Tel Aviv. So it had already started with um, us not appointing an ambassador. But I think this vote is important in Parliament because it now cements that as not just ANC policy, but um, it's uh, now hopefully going to be officially designated as a liaison office. So I think it is significant in itself, but it's only the start of what South Africa should be doing in support of the struggle. And I think we can see with the current extreme right-wing Israeli government that um, its policies of settler colonialism and apartheid, its cruel oppression has been unmasked. So um, we would say, as well as downgrading the diplomatic mission in Tel Aviv, we should really move now to declare the Israeli ambassador in Pretoria persona non grata, because it's impossible to have to maintain normal dim- dim- diplomatic relations with a so you, colonial yeah. state. I mean, it's already killed. That's the, the military of the occupation forces of the apartheid Israeli state. It's already killed 69 Palestinians this right. year. So um, now the thing, the thing is, uh, um, this downgrade of our embassy in uh, in Tel Aviv, does that in any way shift uh, uh, matters in its terms of uh, our diplomatic relations? I mean, you are you are it sounds you are calling for, or from what I'm hearing, you say you want uh, um, uh, South Africa to cut off all diplomatic ties with Israel, whereas South Africa has previously had this um, policy of constructive engagement with the. Um, Israelis with a view to playing some kind of a mediation role. Do you believe that that is now no longer possible and that is a a policy that should be abandoned? I think that if you look at what's currently going on, if you look at the massacre in Jenin committed by the occupation forces a week or so ago, if you look at the way illegal settlers protected by the occupation forces are committing pogroms, terror pogroms on Palestinian towns and villages, we saw the devastation and the scenes where cars and homes, where people were in their homes, were set alight last week in Hawara. 
But not only that, a senior government minister, Belzalel Smotrich, who is a self-declared fascist, said, I think Huara needs to be erased. The state should be the one to do that. So I think if we want to have diplomatic relations with a state in, that contains an openly self-confessed fascist like Smotrich, who now holds power within that government, which represents not just um, uh, his, him, but the, the underlying uh, colonial project of the apartheid Israeli state, which is moving now not only to increasingly build settlements, which it has been mm. doing over the decades, but moving from that de facto, making um, the land uh, part of Israel to de jure, by law, making those settlements part of Israel, so annexing the land of the mm. Palestinians and forcibly removing people even from like villages in the South Hebron Hills, which have been declared a military firing mm. zone in Masafayata. I think really to have the argument to say we should have diplomatic relations uh, make, you know, is, is uh, ridiculous. Even Israelis are describing the, the, their own government as operating in a fascist way against both mm. themselves as Jewish Israelis as well um, as we can see and mm. heed the Palestinian call to isolate apartheid yeah. Israel. The Palestinian cause, I mean, wh- wh- what is your sense of where this, that things stand? I mean, we're speaking recently with a Palestinian ex-activist based there in Palestine, you know, to say it seems as if increasingly uh, the Palestinians are finding themselves isolated in the sense that, or not maybe not isolated, but uh, that their cause is perhaps uh, now be, uh, becoming secondary to other interests. If you look at what uh, um, some Arab nations are doing, who have traditionally stood by the Palestinians, you know, you have normalization here with the, the, the Emiratis, you know, the Moroccans, the Sudanese, who are all normalizing relations with, uh, um, with, uh, with Israel. Where do you think that leaves a Palestinian cause under such circumstances? That's why we see South Africa as having both a political and a moral and ethical duty to stand in support of the Palestinian people. And we're very pleased that South Africa is playing that role in the African Union. Um, as you mentioned, many African countries are also normalizing relations with Israel at a time when, as I've said, it's the most right-wing and reactionary and the mask has been exposed of what's really um, going on in Palestine. So I think um, you're absolutely right. We need to be doing a lot more. And the Palestinian call for boycotts, divestments and sanctions was exactly what we called for when we were fighting apartheid here and when um, the international mm. community was not on our side. Mm. And we, you know, we worked hard and people in countries around the world mobilized to push their governments to stand in support of our struggle. And that's exactly what we should be doing now. Can the peace talks... the regime mm. as apartheid South Africa was isolated, which helped us in our struggle mm. to identify apartheid. Can we, can you believe that uh, peace talks can be revived? And do you believe that a two-state solution remains the only uh, resolution to this uh, Palestinian situation in South Africa. We had an apartheid state. We ended up still going. We did not entertain any ideas of uh, balkanization of South Africa. Would that kind of a solution be an impossibility? One state is it only a, about a two-state solution? I think it's up to the Palestinians to decide. But I mean, as 
it can, there can only be any kind of a solution, as you call it, if there's an end to the apartheid uh, system of oppression, um, if there's an end to the settler colonial nature of the state, and if there's true self-determination for the Palestinian people in a, in, uh, for justice and equality um, on their own land. So um, I think we can see that this increasing um, now moving towards actually annexing more and more of the Palestinian land makes a two-state solution very difficult to imagine. Um, but it's, again, you know, I think the point is that the Palestinian people need mm. to have the right to determine their own future and to, to live in, a, right. in their own land yeah. um, with mm. the return of the refugees, of mm. course, um, to that land that was originally theirs. Yeah. Russia and Dadu, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much. Roshan Dadu is a coordinator of the South African BDS Coalition, BDS standing for Boycott, Divestment and Sanctions Coalition. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.